What's up, podcast? I'm really excited to get this new audio clip to you. It's taken from a one-to-one mentoring call I had earlier this week with one of my clients who's been with us for a little while. And this is a great, great story. When this client came to us, his fitness business was turning over about 45,000 pounds a month. But not everything was as it seems. And the company was drowned in debt. He had a very toxic uh, team. And, you know, the whole thing was really a mess behind the scenes. And in the last six months, this client has gone to work, done our program, taken the steps I've given him and created a complete turnaround. And so we had a great catch up this week and we just wanted to talk about some of the ups and downs and the real truth about how hard it really is to grow a fitness business because this isn't what's talked about enough. A lot of marketers and gurus talk about how easy and effortless it is to scale a business, but it's really not. This is one of the most revealing, open, honest talks, uh, conversations we've had in a long, long time about the realities uh, and the inevitable challenges you're going to face if you want to grow a six to seven figure successful, profitable fitness business that creates impact in the lives of your clients and also gives you fulfillment as the owner. Listen in, check it out. I would love your feedback. Please, please subscribe to the podcast. Check us out on YouTube. And if you're listening to this, grab a screenshot, share on your socials. Every little helps. Thanks, guys. Listen in, and I'll speak to you soon. The, the, the really important thing is, and it's hard to appreciate it as much when you haven't, when you, it's hard to appreciate the things you've avoided and haven't actually come up against yet. Uh, but, you know, you've got to take stock of the fact that, like, I don't know if you've been following the posts in the group about acquisitions and everything else, like I'm talking yeah. about. There are PTs now in droves across the UK walking away from their units. They can't even sell it because it's not a business. Um, and this is the difference. What you've done is you've secured your business for the next 20, 30 years now. And the next nine PTs in that position, they're going to be they're, they're your competition today. They're going to be your assets next year. Yeah. And um, we'll figure out, we'll kind of see where you are on things right now. But same thing for you, I think, now that you really, you've done a turnaround of your own business, yeah. which is the best experience ever because the same problems oh, you yeah. have is what the next 10 six-figure gyms are having. And it looks like all good six figures from the outside on social media, but you know what a steaming pile of dog shit it really is behind the scenes, right? Um, and it's the difference between them them investing, you know, three, four hundred quid a month to learn how to do it, but they're not going to. And and this is where my, my tune is completely changing this year, where most of the guys that come for help, I just say, you know what? You're not cut out to be an entrepreneur. You shouldn't have this business. You've proven you can do a turnaround and guys like you now, you 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 deserve this business and you you probably you'll you'll end up now acquiring and taking over those guys and girls in those situations. But you're giving them a lifeline. And this is you're like, hey, you know what? Maybe this isn't for you. You've tried to make it work for three, four, five years. You're in over your head, you've got debts piling up. You're stressed to shit. Your relationships are on the rocks. Your health is going down. There's a huge turnaround, but are you really willing to go and learn what it takes and then do what it takes? Um, 
And if they're not willing to get stuck in, then you can get stuck in, turn it around and, and take over that place. And they can just get paid as a salary to work for you now. Because you can't pay them anything for the business. It's worth, I mean, maybe they've got a bit of equipment or maybe four to five K of assets tops. But what you can say is I'll give you, I'll give you four K, you know, uh, for, for the, for, for the assets and maybe help you pay off a bit of debt as a goodwill gesture. And I'll give you another, you know, six K, but that's given as a salary over the next six yeah. months to, to keep being the trainer and the manager, which you're good at, but there's no one running this place. Um, there's no entrepreneur. And, and, and that's what you will do as the owner and you can take over that place. They get a job, they probably earn more solid money doing that in less hours than they were making on their own without all the bigger responsibilities over their head. Your name goes on the door, your systems and your, your brochures go in as the retraining. And, you know, and this is what we've been doing. This is what a couple of my other one-to-one -one clients have been doing. And in 30 to 60 days, you take them from 20K at no profit to, you know, making 25K with 6K a month profit. Yeah. And uh, which, you know, just comes down to culture, numbers and, and structure and systems. And you start paying them out of the profits you've now created with no money down. You can flip it in 30 days because you know what to do. They, they don't. And it's, yeah. it's like, you know, you have, a, you have a, a, a banner of a car that's worth nothing unless it's to the person that knows how to sell that car for parts or how to refurbish it. Why now, Justin? What's going on in the industry? People, is, it, is, is that recession finally here? Or? There, is, there is a macro recession um, coming on the books, uh, but I don't think it's more because of that. It's actually because of a micro recession which comes from uh, a mature a such I mean I've, I've got a lot of videos out on this where the last 10 years pretty much were the easiest time ever to open your own business um, no competition with boot camps what we do Facebook ads click funnels no five thousand pounds for a website leads for 20 pence a piece no one else doing what we're doing and the last 10 years, the last seven, 10 years, all you had to do to build a six-figure business was be a, 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 and you'll know with no disrespect, like a, a personal trainer who knows some marketing skills. You now, yeah. everyone's do that, that advantage is gone now because now everyone's got a transformation center or is doing a, a program. Facebook ads aren't as cheap as they once were. Everyone's getting their accounts disabled. Um, everyone finally, after five, six years, adopts onto the same advantages that we took at the very beginning. It's yeah. like, it, and it's just timing. It's like if you went to Dubai and, and offered them $5,000 for a piece of desert land 35 years ago, they'd laugh and take your money, but today you'd be worth $10 million. Yeah. You can't go to Dubai now, 30 years later, and say, can I get some cheap land? No, that ship has sailed. So it's just timing and industry is always mature because when an opportunity comes, everyone starts jumping in on it. Um, and the early adopters, which is like guys like me and you, who got there and then cracked the system and get our system locked in, some in the nick of time, right? <laughs> um, what happens now is you start, you're, you're strong now, you've got your shit together, but everyone else around you now is just flailing. And so after saturation, the next thing that happens in industry is monopolization because 
you one out of 10 coaches make it and have a strong, robust system and profits, and the other guys don't. So they can either walk away and lock up their gyms, or they can just give it to you for, for severely undervalued price. And you now get to just buy and suck up all the competitors and absorb them into what you do uh, because you figured the system out and they didn't. Yeah, it's like look at look at it as if you've got your own mini franchise, basically, and yeah. um, and uh, and again, it's also the fact that when the industry is new and easy, everyone thinks they're an entrepreneur. Yeah. Now they're yes. realizing, and a lot of guys, to be fair, are just if they put their ego aside, they're like, you know what? I did not expect this. Like finances, stuff, training people, having having coaches, having tough conversations. And they're just like, you know what? This is not what I wanted. I just want to be a coach. Or I want to be self-employed, but they're realizing I don't want to be a business owner. I thought I did, but I don't. And that is the best self-awareness someone can have. And there's no shame. It, uh, and the other reason this is happening as well because of that is, is because 10 years ago, when you know guys like me and you started, we couldn't get a job as a trainer working in a place like yours. There wasn't, no one built it yet. I had to go and I'd have to wipe sweat off treadmills in LA Fitness for four pounds an hour. But now, guys like me and you, you've, you've ridden the wave, you're, you're the first one there and you've built the model. You, I think, now have a, um, an opportunity to evolutionize, evolve the industry. And you have a responsibility now to offer those trainers a chance to get a great job and career fulfillment that, they, that was not even available to them 10 years ago. So this yeah. is where the industry is going to evolve now with, with, with what a small companies right now, like ours, uh, absorbing assets, giving those self-employed people new opportunities to have a great fulfilling job with real job prospects and, and growth, and yeah. we'll become big companies. Yeah. I also notice it's a lot mindset, isn't it? Because I notice there's been a huge shift in your mindset, as in like, you, I mean, I don't know that, I don't, this is a guesswork, but it seems to me like you've shifted to sort of like, I'm going to absolutely... You know, seven locations in a year, that's like a huge shift, you know, and it's like, um, for me, that kind of, that, that kind of makes me, I'm like scared, but, you know, is it, well, is it been a shift in mindset or? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, like we, we've planned like three we had planned already of our own locations. The other, the other five or six are going to be acquisitions. Yeah. Which are, and, and that's, again, last, a couple of years ago, it wouldn't have been really possible because we've saved up so much profit in the bank now. We've got we've got uh, you know, six to eight months worth of cash flow. That's our shopping money. And we can take over units for like 5K. We can, we can buy five of them right now if we want to. We just need to get the management team in place to be like a regional team. So, um, and, and you know, obviously do one takeover. So the mindset is, it's not so much a mindset shift, it's more, I see the opportunity right now and we have to press that advantage really hard so we're getting our hustle back on because again it's about timing because um, if we don't go and capture these gyms right now they're either going to get bought out by someone bigger or they're just going to leave the assets there sell them on eBay and lock up the unit and go home and then it's just it's just lost for everyone so now is the time we have to go in make these turnarounds where James is approaching 
He's going around local gyms like saying, have you ever thought about selling up or being acquired? And they're like, well, I hadn't, because who would want to buy my piece of shit business, but what are you offering? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, we're offering a good salary, doing what you love without all the stress. If your ego can come out of the way and let let our name and our name goes on the door and the assets go into our name. And most people who've approached are actually really appreciative of the offer. So, wow, that's good. so where are you right now then, and how how healthy is the business at this point? Well, it's it's coming back to health. So, like you know, I know this is all you know. I know you're going to see through the glamorous sales, but we literally we sold like I think we sold like seventy five hundred pound packages in the last two months because of what you were doing, like building up over the um, November December. I never had that. I never had that. You know, I I, I was just the mindset. This is a great month to sell. And like you know, usually I'll be just sort of like, oh, let's just wait until second week of January, and we, we we literally are packed. So, but financially, I need to build things up again. So, like like I said, I was close to the edge, and now um, I've literally just the last month put in profit first now. Um, so I would have thought like in, in in sort of six months' time, I'm going to be in a good place. I was just wondering, like um. The KPIs. Do you have like? A, is there one of your videos that like has like the you know a basic list of real must-have KPIs that you check every day? Because on, on your entrepreneur thing, on my folder it says you know you check your KPIs every day. Yeah. Um, so that's our you know, that's our. So many that it just confused me. You know, I was like, Christ, that's so much. That's in um, and yeah, there are dozens of KPIs. You need to track the ones that are most relevant to you at the moment. You know, so. Um, you know, this comes down to module three, right? Where the only goals you're going to have really are your growth targets, yeah. your number of leads coming in, number of sales, you know, to get the number of front end sales you need, to get yeah. the number of back end sales you need, and then the retention rate you need to keep. Um, so there's like, so that's like growth, that's if your core KPI is like leads coming in, and you can divide those by organic and paid or whatever. Yeah. You know, front end sales, back-end sales um, per, you know, per month or per period or whatever you want to do, um, your retention rate, uh, and then your, your client, your average client lifetime value. And then of course with all those, you also have the other KPIs and of, of what's your cost per lead, what's your cost per sale, uh, you know, what is your, um, Yeah, and you know, looking at what is your cost per sale versus your lifetime value, that's a big one. How profitable is each client you're acquiring? Uh, and then you've got your funnel stats along with that. So, okay, what's your, you know, what's your landing page conversion? What's your application page conversion? What's your pickup phone rate? What's your, you know, so you've got tons of KPIs there around the more you can... And it's like, it's like anything, it's like fitness, right? Like you don't have to track everything, but the more data you do, the more advanced you're going to be. If I just want to lose some weight. Is monthly or, or weekly or? <clears throat> well, different stats are different, right? I mean, some won't make sense to track daily. Like, um, like you can't track your cost per lead daily, really, because no. you need to do it over an average of a week or so, but you can track like 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 the gross numbers will track every day like how many leads came in today how many sales were made today 
Um, but then at the end of the week, we can look back at the totals and then see over the week, what was the average cost per lead? What was the average cost per sale? What was the average sales conversion rate on the phone? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you can do it daily if you want to, but you just use common sense with that. Like some yeah. are just fucking pointless tracking daily. Um, you know, uh, like, you know, so, 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 so that's, that's the growth targets. And is your yeah. funnel working and retention? And then, and then the other kind of KPIs we have is that's your cash flow percentages, your profit yeah. first percentages. So it's all well and good having that, but are you are you meeting the the cash flow targets, which is you know what was the revenue, but did we keep did we keep our opex at at from thirty two percent down to thirty percent was the goal this month. Yeah, and you should yeah. have that in your profit first plan. So your let's say your opex is right now it's. 44% of the real revenue, which is too high. And your goal is to get it down 2% over the next three months to get it down to 38%. And you're gonna track that end of the month. And that's like a monthly thing you generally track. So at the end of the month, I look at it. Weekly, we're tracking our growth, our momentum. You know, let's get more seals, sales. You gotta close this, let's get more leads. Let's do, you know. But then at the end of the month, we look at the growth we made and compare it against did we also lower our expenses? Did we also widen our profits? Did we also, yeah. did we meet the targets of putting 5% for profit and 15% for income tax? And yeah. and if you're just managing those two things, um, that's that's really the gist of it. Better in control, yeah. So, yeah, that's brilliant. That's so that's brilliant. all your module, that's all your module three stuff, right? So you got the cash flow management numbers, you've got your, your 12 month yeah. growth forecast, that's the lead sales. Okay. Lead tracking is done in module five, we give you our lead tracker to, to, to track up your, your leads and sales every day. And, um, and then the client fulfillment systems, that's where you'll start working on your client retention. You can have KPIs for number of referrals you wanna make number of bottles of water you want to sell. Yeah. But the main yeah. ones are going to be leads, the growth projections, the leads and sales you need to make. And then the cash flow, are you are you making those sales without going over budget? Love that. Yeah, cool. Right. The, 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 sub, the sub KPIs, like the cost per lead, the landing page conversion, that's what you have to track to know how to fix it if it's not working. It's, good. And it's great knowing your cost per lead is four pounds, but what does that mean? It's like saying Dave can bench press a hundred kilos. <laughs> it's out of context. What does that mean? But if we know, but our landing page conversion is only 2%, that means, well, we could, we could get that to 20% and then we'd have a much lower cost per lead. There was a bit, I love your comparison, there was a bit that really, really helped on your course. Because you know, I know I told you this, I did your course every day for like six months, like minimum half hour. I had so many notes, man, and it, I had to stop. I was like, this is too much. I need to stop and do this and then come back. And even now, some of your videos come out, I'm, like, I'm not going to watch it because I've got too much to actually do from like module three and module four. And there was a bit in it, I was so, I was finding it so hard. I was like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I was having the right complaint in my head. And you were like, and you made the comparison to someone who wants to be an elite athlete. 
And it was just the, such the right thing at the right time. It's like, yeah, you want to, you know, do some squats. Anyone can do that. It's like, but you want to be an elite athlete? Yes. It's hard. It's the fucking point. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's true. You know, you were like, it's not going to be easy. You want to have the life your dreams and sort of like, you know, you know, and have time off and just like have the business run itself. Yes, it's hard. Like, get on with it. Do you want to do it? Yes or no? And I was just like, this it really set me off, man. I realised, you know, yeah, this isn't going to be an easy ride. You know, you have to earn it. Yeah. So. You think Olympic athletes get in shape and enter and win the Olympics in fucking yeah. two years? <laughs> That's exactly it. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, is that it? Anything else I can help you with in the next few minutes? Uh, uh, or? Just, just want to say also, just, mate, what you're doing is unbelievable. Man. I'm just like, no, I'm blown away. I had, I had a business coach. I went with Travis Jones. I work with like coaches and nothing is either. I wouldn't say anyone had ten percent on what you're doing. You're, it's like having a business coach who's into fitness, who's also into mindset, who also really gives a shit and puts out content all the time that genuinely helps. It's like it's, it's you know I think it's amazing, mate. You know, really, really amazing. I really appreciate that. That's uh, that's so awesome. Uh, and well done on doing the work and turning it around and. We always say your, your success is down to the number of uncomfortable conversations you're willing to have. Oh and you gosh, had those yeah. conversations with yourself, with your team, with your accountant yeah. or whatever, and uh, there's, you're on the other side, and that's the proof, you know? You know what, I'm gonna put that on my wall, mate, because that's what I learned from the tough times, is that to have those conversations early. But until you get to a point, though, the next level for you is getting to a point where I am now, which is like, I'm halfway through the day, and I'm like, I've not had a tough conversation with anyone. You're looking for one. <laughs> I better, well, yeah, I'm like, because I know logically now, well, I'm not pushing things. I better go and kick someone's ass or go and ask for something uncomfortable. So I'll just go and, like, find another business person. Like, can I be on your podcast? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. <laughs> or I'll go and tell them, we're our coaches. Why aren't we doing better in this? Or I'll go and have, I'll find someone to have an uncomfortable conversation with because that's how things move forward, you know? And I, I realize I'm not doing it sometimes. I'm actually going to really think about that because you're right. I'll have it when it has to happen, but I don't think I'm looking for them and sort of like, and having the ones that really could happen, you know, push my business forward. You're well, right. On, on, on Schwarzenegger or any bodybuilder in the heyday, do you think they'd notice if they're doing a set of 20 and don't feel a burn? Yeah. What would they yeah. do? Yeah. Like, oh, lucky I got away with that. Or like, no, yeah. give me another, give me a bigger weight. I'm going to chase the yeah. burn because I'm not growing otherwise. It's just a logical thing to them. If I'm not burning, I'm not growing. Wow, what a great thing to think about, man. You've left me with a really good point in there. I'm gonna be out there now, like, uh, looking for this. Thank you so much, Justin. <laughs> no worries. Are you gonna come over to Cyprus?